My mouth is very full of saliva. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Babes of Quinty. I'm Katie and that's Kay. We are your underqualified babes chatting with qualified people to learn more about the baddest and brightest people and events in the Quinty area. But first, let's catch up. Hi, Katie. Hi, Kay. That was a, we just had a really great conversation yeah. with your mother. With my mother. That was, that was fun. That was really fun. She's really funny. She's a hoot. My friends call her Party Marth. I can see that. Yeah, she's fun. I do love her. She's like my biggest support, which is nice. Well, how was your week otherwise? Well, I have mentioned before I have tummy troubles. Yes. And finally, I was seeing a nutritionist to try and deal with them. And I've been like nauseous and like dizzy. And she finally said, you should go to your doctor. So I got tested and I have a common parasite. Oh. Which now I feel like is my child. Parasite baby. My parasite baby and and she's just taking everything from me so I'm very sleepy but I get to go on a prescription to get rid of my parasite baby yeah we don't want no parasites I feel like it's the movie alien where it's just gonna like bust it's out. gonna bust out of me the parasite I have a little alien thing in my office really it's like a little figurine I you, alien. Like you also had a no I also baby. have a I also have a parasite baby <laughs> no. no I don't how's your week my week has been totally uneventful. That's that's okay. I stopped I playing like the lawn mowing game. Did you? Yeah, like my ADHD was like, no, we are no longer obsessed with this. Oh, um, and I guess too, the farm had its first water buffalo baby today. So that, <gasps> yeah, that's actually really exciting. Baby. A little water buffalo baby. So that means that that's one of hopefully six that are on their way. Six. We should be having six. That's a lot of babies. Yeah, we're get, we're done after this. <laughs> like that's a lot of babies. a lot of babies, Luckily, and they get big. They get huge. They get to like a ton. That's more. insane. Yeah, it's a lot. You can ride them though. Really? Yeah, Jeanette does it. I'm too short to jump up on their back, <laughs> but Jeanette can like high jump onto them. Um, when is Jeanette going to be on the podcast? I don't know. She keeps getting mad at me because I keep saying on, she's listened to the first two episodes and on both apparently I said, well, I, I'm with Jeanette because I need somewhere to keep my dogs. <laughs> so saying it one more time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> just for, just for my dogs. But uh, yeah, no, she'll be on. I think though, after this one, we'll have some non, non starboard people on. We'll start venturing out. So venturing out of the people who we see every day. <laughs> Yeah, so check your inbox. We might be coming for you. Hey, Katie. Hey, Kay, what's up? So have you heard of this new like newsletter thing? No, I haven't. What is it? It's called Good News in Quinny. No way. So what it is, is it has all the good news stories from the previous week in a weekly newsletter that you get in your inbox on Saturday morning. No way. I love good news. Everybody loves good news. And it's way better because there's a lot of not good news out there that I see every day. So I so, need a little good news in my life. Yeah, so you can drink your coffee and get read some good news. And all you have to do is go to goodnewsinquinty.ca and sign her up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it too. Lovely. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> you ready? I'm concerned no, no, wait. about I'm the gonna... cleaning in here. <laughs> It's, it's, there's a dead fly that's been here for over... Okay, what, can we knock that on the floor? I need to introduce you. Are we on the air? Uh, no, uh, no, I'm going to introduce you, then okay. we'll ask you. Okay. Today we are chatting with a badass lady who is full of spunk. She is the queen of health and safety here at Starboard Communications and puts up with everyone else's vacation requests and work issues. 
She has a habit of adopting animals to fill her house. She is a wife and a mother to two adult children who still ask her basic questions about getting through life. She loves the comfort of Joe Fresh and plain Lay's chips. Ladies and gentlemen and all people in, be- in between, please welcome Martha Shratt, the woman who held me in her womb for nine months and continues to put up with us. <laughs> Hello, Mom. Hello. How are I, you? I'm good. Why is it so dusty in here? Because, like, who cleans? Well, because Do- we asked the cleaning people not to come in here because... Buttons, buttons. Push, but somebody well, needs to be responsible. No one's for dusting. Somebody who knows I, the buttons not to push and needs to get a cloth in here once every two weeks. I went and bought those Swiffer dusters oh, for my office. Yes, yeah, so we need some of those. And I just do my own dusk. Like Does once a this, week. Um, it seems very. You know what? I, let's get Katie. The next time you go to the store to get stuff, <laughs> to get buble, to get buble, to get buble, and, and get a big whack of Swiffer dusters and bring them in, and then people when they're sitting here can just do a little do you think they are actually like it's clean in the front it's just this back and the dead fly you know like this is gonna gonna bring me to like my first question yes why are you like a clean freak and i didn't get that habit you know what i'm not i have to say i'm not really i'm kind of a more of a tidy freak i feel that i like i like things to be clean but i've become too lazy to keep everything that clean plus i have there's always a gazillion dogs at my house and children and stuff i just can't keep it i feel like i need a cleaning person do you guys have a cleaning lady we do and you know what she only comes for two hours a week she does like you send me her info yeah i think she's really busy it's sandra who used to clean here Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, she's yeah, great I and I trust so her bad. and I love her. And, but you know, I will get, I, I will send you her info. You know, she has a friend. Her sister's cleaning now, right? Yeah. But she's too busy to come oh. to me when anyway, it just, you know, <laughs> it just is the so basics. Bad. And then if I'm not, cause I do get very stressed out if, because I went for a long time where I said I do it myself because I'm never satisfied with the way other people do it. But That's then hard. if I didn't have time, I'd get really stressed out when my house wasn't clean. Yeah, so it's that. better to have someone even feeling come for two hours a week. At least I know my bathrooms are clean. The floor has been vacuumed, dusted. I just the stuff. hate doing floors. It drives me nuts. Oh, I, I love doing, doing floors. I hate doing other things. Well, see, I right really now like my bathrooms, my teenagers at home. So I'm tasking her with doing cleaning oh, things good. around the house. Is she clean? She is like my polar opposite. She is tidy and clean, like to the nth degree, like wants everything organized in a certain way. She's currently like she completely ripped apart my entire kitchen last week and redid everything because she was bored. Yeah. And I was like, I'll pay you. (laughs) That's a good idea. Katie, you you have become tidier, haven't you? Well, yeah, because my partner is a, like Jeanette and I say we're like two tornadoes because we're messy in different ways. So we're like two tornadoes colliding into a messy situation. Into a Derrico. Der- a Derrico. What's, yeah. like what's the another like what's worse than a tornado? Like a hurricane. Typhoon? A hurricane. Typhoon. Typhoons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, mom, what's your They're um, a tsunami? Of- oh, yeah. What <laughs> okay. is your uh, this is my favorite thing about my mom. What's your like rule in your kitchen? Like what is your no hair? Favorite? Do not. Touch your hair. Don't brush your hair. Do not. I don't. I I have a thing about hair hair. anywhere. I don't even like to find my own hair. Meanwhile, the cat is on the counter all the time. And I just say it is a condiment cat hair. Yeah. But do not. When I see girls come in and they're like playing with their hair or they're brushing their hair. I'm like, are you doing that in my kitchen? Get out of my kitchen with your hair. No, like do not touch your hair in Martha's kitchen. Katie will clean out her brush and chase me around with the hair. That's cool. I like once was brushing my hair at the dock and I like rolled up to my ball and I'm like, Yeah. No, that's yeah, so disgusting. No, it is disgusting. You know what's the so. worst though is like the one out of like your bathroom tub. 
where you have to like sometimes yeah, you have to oh, pull it out. I get so much satisfaction out of that when you get a good big long one hooked and you oh no I have like the it is gross because there's always stuff growing like, there's in like it. conditioner and stuff like yeah. in the it's yeah. so it's disgusting. You know you can get little things to a put mushroom. like little yeah. strainers. So or I have that, there, right? but yeah. here's the thing: my family doesn't. They like whenever Kate showers or my sister showers, they take it out. Oh, and don't doesn't. put it back in. Well, they take it out to shower and then put it back in, which defeats the, defeats the purpose of having it at all. Does it go oh, because they probably because they have so much hair that it slows the well, water it down. It slows the speed of the drainage. The drainage and yeah. I'm like, and then you're standing in gross water. I don't care. The worst part is when Let you it go drain. to a motel or a hotel and you're standing slow. in water and you're like, what is in that drain? That's <laughs> that body now all over my no, feet. Clearly no, body this is why I don't stay at motels or anything under four stars. <laughs> Mostly I don't either. <laughs> Honestly, I've come to a point in my life where there's certain comforts that I need when I travel. Yeah. And that is one of them. Do you feel like all hotels all of a sudden, like they went through a phase where they built all these new Hampton Inns. I'm thinking this was like 20 years ago. Hampton Inns were like brand new and you'd go and they'd be up. Mm-hmm. I remember they were the first hotel I ever stayed at that had duvets instead of like. Ooh. That's your jam. Yeah. And, and, but now all of a sudden, all of those new hotels are kind of run down. They all because well, they don't maintain be. them. Well, it's expensive, I guess. Yeah. Well, I get like, I mean, if you're buying like an entire hotel's yeah. worth of duvets, oh goodness, like it's probably yeah. expensive. Oh. Like, That's I one used thing to go- I didn't realize was so expensive as an adult was like bedding and pillows. <gasps> to get good bedding. Yeah. Honestly, a good duvet and good like sheets yeah. are like worth the cost yeah. because you're using them every day. Yeah. And that's like, that's the other thing is like, I always spend money on sheets, towels, and toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm going to yeah. take that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something and pillows. What do you, what do you guarantee spend money on? What are your top three? Food. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Wait. Okay. I bought stuff today. Wait, I brought this little, so I went to, I, I uh, went to, um, I'm going to go back. I actually got a library card for the first time. I mean, I've had a library card a long time ago, yeah. but I never, because I, I spent a lot of money on digit, like downloading books. And yeah. I'm like, well, I can join the library and I can download books for free. But when I went there, I was like, well, I'm going to get a few. And there's Might nothing well. like whole, I forgot how much I like holding a book in my hand. Shout out Bel- Belleville Public Library. But I know Belleville, Pro- but it was awesome. So um, but the problem is, is that I need a light on to read it at night in bed and my better half, the name we shall not. We're saying his name. He's being ridiculous. No, John Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, shall not be named. Um, of course, he goes to sleep. Well, he still sleeps with the lights on. Anyway, so then I went to Chapters today where I went to Starbucks and got this lovely refillable cold cup. They're still out of matcha, though. (laughs) And I bought a light, which I will show you, this lovely light. Oh, like a book reading light. I didn't go anywhere except that section where they sell all the stuff. It's bound to get you. And I like this because it says that it is, um, I think it said that it's rechargeable. Wonderful. I could. And it doesn't. You You're like Mary like, Poppins. You got a whole bag in no, here. But, wait, but then I bought some other. So I bought you two each a set of these pens because I thought they were so <laughs> nice. And I thought you guys. Would, oh, oh, my God. God. Thank you. Pens. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. And Today then, is a good day. She knows this. we're depressed. And then I saw this <laughs> blocking three fountain pens in a 60 page journal I bought for myself just because I thought it was so cute. This is where they get you. And then I. Your um, better half is staring through the window. And then I found this cat pen. <laughs> I got this cat pen. For you. Yes, for me. Because um, you're a cat lady now. Yes. And then because I bought all that stuff, I got this lovely bag. I know. I love that bag. Know, That's a great bag. $18. They're regular 30 but if you spend $30, you get $30. like, oh my God. I love them. 
Yes. Yeah, what's up? What's up? He hit on Shoppy Names is in here. <laughs> and then I We're brought you guys We're calling you Voldemort. Tim Tams. Thank you. These are the caramel ones, not the original. So we're going to have cookies now. These are best. Do you want a cookie? These, um, John, why don't you just sit down? Chewy caramel ones are mm-hmm. best refrigerated, and then the caramel is hard, like really candy. Good. That's what I do You've with... had Tim Tams before, right? No. Oh. I've never even what? heard of a Tim Tams. We're a big oh. Tim Tams. So I think you can sometimes get them at McDowell's, and you <laughs> can sometimes get them at... Uh, Metro. Uh, they these are from Metro. They didn't have any. Tim Tam Slam. Cam's friend taught me this. It, they do it in. It's from Australia, right? Yeah, I, I think, think it's so. Australia. And you have a coffee in the morning, and mm-hmm. a Tim Tam Slam is when you like Down slam here. your Tim Tam in it, and, and dunk it. it's yeah. really good to like oh. dip a Tim Tam in a hot drink. Have you had one yet? No, you need you, to, I will delicious. in a minute. Let I'm her, just, let her. Anyway, we'll so there. I also got this bag, which I love. So we'll, we'll post pictures very of every, all of Martha's cookies. Uh, I recommend these it. pens are I so love, cute. I, know, cute. I thought they were so, that's where they get you though with the stuff. On. Hello, beautiful. But I just thought these, look at I, this is like a weekend. That's bag. a great bag. I know. Can you sit in front of your microphone? It was <laughs> doing all that shopping for all those teeny weeny little <laughs> things just for the great bag. <laughs> this is like. Like she gets upsold so easily. Oh, I'm a sucker for that stuff too. Yeah, like those the any deal that Chapter has where they're like spend fifty dollars and you get like a, a nice blanket for thirty, and oh, I'm yeah. like go blankets. <laughs> like I need another blanket. I have so many Chapters blankets. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we have it color- covering all of our furniture now because the cat is um, texturizing all of my furniture. Oh, yes. do you want to tell us about all your pets? That yes. I may have brought into your life. Well, first we had Digby, which everybody, Aww. poor little Digby, finally 17 year olds, 17 years old last year. We finally had to put him down because he was old and crotchy and not very happy. So angry. But in 2015, Katie Sherratt, my crazy daughter, was walking dogs at the Humane Society. Unbeknownst to me, she was going over there every day and walking. Well, there was like one dog she could walk. Yeah, because when you walk dogs, well, when I was doing it at the Humane Society, they were like leveled like green, yellow, red. And mm-hmm. so if you were new to doing it, you could only walk the green dogs. And there was one green dog yeah. and her name was Jada. And so Katie came home and said, oh. I really want to get this dog. Um, I'm going to take it to school with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't talk to me. Talk to your dad. Meanwhile, a few years Baltimore. earlier, yeah, a few years earlier, she said she needed a um, support cat. So we got a kitten that is now ours, not hers. George, He's also gone. George also left us last year. Anyway, so she brings this. So John makes the mistake of going to the Humane Society to with her it. to see the oh, dog. Yeah, no, you're done. Yeah. And so Katie take, I always remember this. Katie took him for a walk and he's a hound. So he sniffs and sniffs. Katie's like, she, what is she sniffing for? And Katie said a new home. <laughs> I got him right there. Man. <laughs> so a couple of days later, and that poor dog was so damaged. So damaged. Yeah, who knows? I remember her when she start, first started coming here yeah. and she was just so scared of everything. She was. She was, ter- she was terrified of men, but not he who shall not be named because he's Kind of metro. I'm a little metrosexual. A little feminine. Terrified of Cameron. Um, yeah, we had to have a yeah. trainer come in, the lovely Aww. Ginny. Do you remember? I'm, I don't know Ginny, if she had a dog with a brain but... fart, what your name is, but lovely Ginny came um, came for a couple of times because we were going away and Cam was going to stay home alone with Jada and she would not go near the door, would not go here. So Ginny came like five times and Jada became a little better, but still it's been years. So then... Fade to black. Last year we lose Digby, but in the meantime, Katie has moved to a farm. <laughs> I have moved to a farm. She has moved to a farm. There are many animals. With many there. animals. Many dogs, all cute dogs. But then 
Creed, who was the sheep herding dog, working farm dog, beautiful border collie. Really bad at his job. Hated his job. Uh, well, was he always bad at his job? Yeah, he, he was just, just wanted to be old. loved. He's sleeping at my feet right he now. He just wanted to be loved. And Jeanette said, we have to rehome him. He's too... Jeanette's mom's too soft. Anyway, they brought him up to the cottage with all the dogs. They always bring, Katie said one time, oh, all the other dogs beat him up too because he's just so, the Jack Russells, they're not. Oh, nice. yeah, they're a little bit no, feisty. They like beat him up. They and beat him I was up like, and he'd take it. Mom, and can I just leave him here? Can I leave him it. at the cottage for like a week or two? And I'm like, yeah. And after that, I was like, he's mine. So, and you know, he who oh, shall not so be named sweet. was also. He who shall not be named loves, loves everybody him. loves Creed. How can you, you not can't love not love Creed? He's like, and he's perfect. He doesn't like, Jada still after seven years still has accidents on the floor Aww, and poor baby. Still, but since we've had Creed, Jada has become far more social. That's good. Um, I think because Digby was crotchety and old and didn't Maybe, go yeah. near people particularly, like didn't really care. Um, uh, Jada didn't learn sort of that social thing. Aww. And since Creed's been there, she goes up to, and then we got another cat. Cooper. Cooper, because I miss George From so Cooper's much. Fixed, so for, fixed life. for life. I just think that Cooper's honestly, so cute. he is so cute. And so, you know, so cute. my big thing: adopt, don't shop. Yes, man. But Same. also, also, do not get a pet unless you really think: can I afford this Katie. pet? She's not saying I can afford my pet. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, I'm can just you, saying like. <laughs> no, but can you afford this pet? Will it fit with your family? Yeah. Are you at the stage in your life with your family that you can handle that. this? And that you might end up getting a dog like Jada. Like I can imagine somebody actually, Jada was adopted and they gave them back saying that she bit one of their children. I don't see Jada doing that. Well, she had just been uh, spayed. spayed, So then they said, and apparently this is what they said. They said they left their child in the room alone with them. And then somebody said to me, sometimes they'll just use that as an excuse to bring them back because they Fair feel enough. guilty. Saying, and she and, probably was a handful. Oh, no, I can totally um, like it would have been awful. And so many people would have. But you have to be prepared. Right. Like, so well, especially dog, with, yeah, like with when you're adopting a dog that maybe has a past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, sometimes they've been so through you know some what? Stuff. We've just decided we can't have nice things right now. And Jade is somewhere between 10 and 13. Creed's nine. Hooper's Hooper's new. New. Um, so, yeah, but that's my thing. They're honestly and they're. Not that there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with purebreds or, you know, buying a Just be careful where you buy them from. And there's so many dogs out there that are. Need some loving. Yeah. Especially now after COVID. And so many dogs now are being being surrendered. Like people who have these people who got these COVID dogs. Now they have to go back to work or whatever. And they're like people Mm. think about. Yeah. I just watched uh, Emily's dog Wesley for the weekend. Yes. And now my daughter and my sister are both begging me to allow them to have a dog. <laughs> you know what you could do? And foster. I was foster. I know. That's kind of, well, my worry with fostering right now is because Lincoln is so little still. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and you he don't doesn't know, know boundaries. Yeah. And if we have somebody who's a little bit skittish yeah. around small yeah. children yeah. or yeah. whatnot. But I mean, you can kind of we'll, choose when you're going to foster, but it's we'll probably when you have a little one like oh. that, probably not the best time for probably you to not have the a, best time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I know it's a lot. But Having I, pets and I told lot. them I was like, maybe we will reconsider this next year. Yeah. yeah. But I want nothing to do with taking care of the dogs because I currently take care of two dogs or two cats, two children. Yeah. It's, it's and your sister <laughs> and my sister and I clean the whole house. So yeah. like, you know yeah. what? I so it's a me. lot. You don't need to do all that. I know. Yeah. It's, it's a lot there. There's lots of I still think cats now and we never had cats growing up. Um, but since I've been an adult, I've had a cat probably for almost 40 years, like three different cats. cats, two, three, 
four. This is our, my fourth Winston, cat. Winston, Charlie, George. I gotta tell you, like, I love cats and they're so easy. And what does your other half think? <laughs> well, I think he's okay with cats, not with the scratching right now stuff. But other than, like, I think he, I think, I'm not sure that he, he always get threatens to leave, but he's going to stay. Well, I'm like, don't make me choose between you and an animal, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Animals so, speaking of your other half, how did you two meet? Oh, Lord. I moved into a house with three people I didn't know, and he was one of them. He That's, lived in the basement. He did live in the basement. When I first moved into the house, <laughs> he was actually not there. He was working at Blue Mountain. So, I actually didn't meet him for probably a month afterwards. So, where was this? In Toronto. Yeah. So, I was living at home with my parents. Um, finished university, was working and was like, oh, I need to. And most of my friends, I have to say, were living at home. But my parents were not the type to want you living at home forever. They sort of That's were fair. like, it's time for, you know. There's my parents like are the time. same way. Yeah. yeah, they wasn't, they didn't love me, didn't want to see me all the time. But I think they were just this, you need to do this. this, yeah. this. Anyway, and then we, I met a, she was working in real estate at the time. And she said that this younger fellow she worked with in real estate had a house uh, and he rented out the rooms and one of the roommates was leaving and one was I interested. And I was like, wow. And I was kind of new to Toronto because we lived in Michigan. So I came back to Toronto. I had a few university friends, but didn't have like a huge social circle. And I was like, okay. And so I moved in. So there was me and, and Ed and Peter um, Peter was sort of in and out and he didn't really, he wait, was, was it all males? No, you? Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Smart oh yeah. Okay. And Ed, Ed Giles owned the house and his brother, Peter lived in John's room in the basement, which was so disgusting. But anyway, that's um, what got you, isn't it? Until yeah, the disgusting basement <laughs> room until John came back. Um, and were you like, from, who's this, who's this fella? Well, I, I remember walking into the house and thinking, oh, I just don't feel like some days you come home from working. I just don't feel like company yeah. being here, sort of. And then I realized it wasn't company. It was this guy I'd seen his picture around. I was like, oh, there he is. So it took a while. John will say that I made the first move, which he probably, says that she made the first move. Yeah. And there was she was wearing a fur jacket and smoking a cigarette. Yeah, that like if I were to picture you when you were like. Younger, it'd be fur jacket smoking a cigarette, uh, making the first move. I don't know whether that's good or bad. No, that's a good thing. That's, that's like a, a power thing. boss oh, move. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. I, plus, I was two years older than him, so I was cougar. ready to. I was a cougar. And you're like, who's this young fellow? Well, I was like I 24 and he was 22. <laughs> but I think, so you dated for what, three years? Well, so we lived in that house together until August and then they sold the house. So then I moved into another house with a bunch of girls and he lived in, he moved into a one bedroom apartment down it, we call it the East West beaches. Cause it wasn't really, it was where the old um, track used to be down there. But anyway, and then after that, I moved up to young street with another, Oh no, that, I missed one. I lived in a house with my friend Vicky cause she just had just gotten married and her husband went back to school to do his MBA for a year. So a girlfriend and I moved in with her into a house. It was lovely. Then, then he moved to the beaches Anyway, somewhere in there, I'm sure I'm getting confused. But anyway, then we actually ended up both moving home eventually, just before we got married, and we lived. But yeah, so we dated. Well, can you tell? Probably share, four. Please share the proposal story because it is my favorite story. Oh, we were actually traveling. Oh, this sounds very bougie. Bougie. It's okay. It sounds I like very bougie. bougie. Well, we were we were traveling with John's dad and his girlfriend at the time, doing a sailing trip in the British Virgin Islands after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. And, uh, we were staying, we boated to this resort and John's dad and his girlfriend had a room at the resort and John and I were staying on the boat and we were going to go to another 
like we were going to take the boat and go, but the weather was like, it was very windy. And the guys at the dock said, people are trying to get here. You don't want to go there. So we ended up staying, but we took the ferry across for dinner, just the two of us one night back across to not mainland, but the, the main island, Tortola. And um, it almost got killed on that boat ride. It was so windy. The whole <laughs> thing almost went over. Anyway, so we're at this lovely place for dinner where we'd been before and talking drinking. Were you a little bit drunk? A little bit drunk. Anyway, he's like rummaging around in his pocket. Like, it's just annoying because I'm talking and he's like really right. And I'm finally, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he looks at me and he whips his box out and slams it on the table. <laughs> Stop it. And I'm like. What? what? What is that? What that is that? Is what so is that? Cute. Finally, it wasn't like like it was not romantic because I was like, "What the hell?" Are you I doing? love that. <laughs> it's like like other people tell me their parents' engagement story, and I'm like, "This may be why I am the way I am because it explains of the a chaos. lot." Yeah. Well, and then I think then I just started crying. Didn't really eat a whole lot. Kept drinking, and <laughs> you know, yeah. and then we got back, and yeah, so that was it. And then Aww. that was Jan- like just I think that was on the thirtieth of. December. Did you get married that year then? No, we got married within the year. We got married the following September. September. My mother was very keen to. (laughs) It was her dream. It was her dream wedding. I didn't really care. Like, I honestly, I didn't really care. Um, So I was like, fine, just take over and do it. And she did. And it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, looking back on it, I think I would have done it the way the the kids these days are doing it a little more (laughs) casual, fewer people. Well, and just I think today, too, fortunately... It's mostly your your friends that come, not your parents' friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't think I ever want to get married. Really? It scares the crap out of me. Doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like weird because I have children. I know. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> yeah, that the biggest commitment? You. Like to me, having yeah, children no, I just, is the biggest commitment. I know. I just think I've seen so many like relationships just explode and get really messy and yucky. Because they're messy because they're married. Yeah. And because they have children. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think you and you and the man. The man who shall not be named. Well, you know what? I have to say that I'm trying to think, are any of our friends, like most of our friends are still together too. I can't, I can't. What is really it like think. one in 10 marriages end in divorce? Yeah. And we've got, oh, it's way higher now. Is it not, it's is like it? 50%. I think. Wow. Yeah. It's really not good. I think people give up. I mean, I think there's certainly yeah. things, I think there's certainly things that you can't live with. Absolutely. Um, but I think people give know, up really easily. Everybody goes through hard times. And yeah. unless, like I say to Katie, unless if, if you're sad more than you're happy, then for sure yeah. you should. But I think if you're, if you're married or in any kind of relationship, like long-term relationship, you have kids or whatever, that you maybe have to go to counseling. You have to talk, Absolutely. try to work through it. And if you can't work through it, then, cause sometimes you can't get over it. I get it, but you can't just, and you know what? Maybe most of these people are getting divorced. Don't maybe they tried, tried, tried. I think a lot of people don't try. Do you think? I think a lot of people don't try. It's like you hit like either, you know, just a rough patch. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just are like, no, this is not what I envisioned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never going to be what yeah. you envisioned. That's like completely unrealistic. You know what? I would like to say that I can't think of any time in my 30, almost 33 years with John that I have ever thought, I don't think I can do this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. ever think, thank, knock on wood, because tonight I'll go home and he'll drive me crazy but yeah there are times when he drives times. me crazy yeah. but, like you said my name but, but you know what like there's never been a time when anything's been so bad where i thought you know I what, like this that. is, that's really sweet so i think you know what you do kind of become a little complacent in your relationship but you know what yeah. things change and you know what he is my best friend so 
There you go. That's oh, so cute. why are you making this cute? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> now, tonight when he goes home and snores, I'm going to crack him on the head with my new nightlight. They <laughs> <laughs> have, I have to say, the best thing is like once, there's a story where like once my dad was snoring, so my mom filmed him and said, this is what I have, like showed him and said, this is what I sleep <laughs> oh beside God, every stop. night. And then the next night, he filmed up. her snoring. Goes, this is what I hear every night. Stop I was like, it. Oh you guys God. both snore? Yeah. Oh. Well, we're a family of snorers. We it's are. so bad. Sweaty and snoring. Yeah, we that's sweat. Wow. We're like, radiators thing. yes and, and we yeah, snore we snore that's we wild sweat. Yeah, yeah we snore i i don't think i snore every night or at least i don't snore enough to keep him awake or wake him up but apparently when i do snore it's, it's manly that's it is yeah, a manly a snore, snore. Yeah, cameron is too jill i think jill's probably kicked Poor him out a few times because he just yeah. and he doesn't sleep with a pillow no, he's kind what? of a sociopath. Yeah. No, you know what? Lincoln's like that too. He? he won't sleep with a pillow. Well, I think that's part of his snoring. I mean, he's like Lincoln. all the way back. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because actually Lincoln was snoring the other day and it was so cute because it was so little. Oh, oh that is like, cute. That it is was cute. like a little, like if you picture a two-year-old snoring. Cameron made a comment about how he feels like he's going to suffocate or something. I think pillow. he has so like really... low-key sleep apnea because apparently he'll be like... <gasps> <laughs> that sounds concerning. Yeah, like, I think that's very. Any doctors out there, chime in. Yeah, no, that sounds concerning. Yeah, I think we all um, do that, honestly. Um, 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 so yes. we're gonna, we're gonna, like, we're gonna hit this hard right now and oh help boy. help all these other parents out there. Okay, okay, well, me. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna say I was like, I wasn't a problem child, but I had in, like very bad anxiety, which we didn't know was anxiety. And depression. I just thought the anxiety was like a normal, you know, like kid anxiety until it, until it wasn't. And then like, so how as a parent did you cope (sighs) slash deal with that? For all the parents trying to deal with that. In the early days when you were really little, I just thought like you wouldn't stay at a birthday party without me. You wouldn't go anywhere without me. When we moved to Belleville and she was in grade two, two. Yes, you were in grade two. Like I signed up for dance class and gymnast. She'd only go if I promised to stay. Like even if she couldn't see me, she needed to know that I was there. And then finally, um, I mean, basically, I mean, we still went out and stuff, but she'd like when the babysitter would have to hold her back. Like it wasn't like we stopped doing stuff, but it started to affect John and I, Mm -hmm. you know, like we started butting heads about it because he thought we should deal with it one day. And I thought we should deal with it another way and everything else. So then we took her, I talked to our doctor who's wonderful. And he said, yeah, I think maybe you need to take her. So I took her to therapy. I don't know. Do you think the therapy back then worked? I just thought I was cured. Yeah. I remember I was, I was like 11 and you put me in therapy. And then one day I I think you were younger than 11. Don't you? I think I was. Oh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But I remember being like, I'm cured. I'm (laughs) fine now. And then I was like, that's it. And then I think like I would have panic attacks later in life, not realizing they were panic attacks. I thought. Well, she would try things. She always. So she always. We we sort of didn't discuss it a lot. Mm -hmm. Not that we were, but we just didn't put a name on it. It wasn't like anyone really did. I don't think, but I don't think, I don't want to say you shouldn't label things because we sort of learned that sometimes when you go to a doctor and they diagnose you with something, it helps you understand why. And my sort of whole new thing is in spite of not because of, well, I Mm -hmm. can't do something because of it's, I can do something. And, and Katie is my example, which everybody hates that I use her as my example, but I'm very chaotic. Well, she always wanted to do things and we always supported her like trips and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we always supported her many times we had to go and get her, bring her back, but she always tried. And then, um, you ended up on 
some antidepressants. Yeah, I'm on those. Which, which she had to like fuddle around with those for all to get one that she liked. And even now, I think, you know, you that's like, to, I think the hardest thing is yeah. finding the right meds yeah, and the yeah. right dosage and everything yeah, else. I started, Ridiculous. I started on Ciprolex mm-hmm. on 10 milligrams, like the low dose. And then my doctor upped it, but then I felt nothing. So then he was like, okay, so we tried another one. And then I've been on that since I was like 17 and I just play around with it. Like I'll go. If I'm really doing bad, I'll up it or like. Do you up it without talking to him? No, no. I always, I always talk to, I'll say though, I have a very good doctor and a very good support system. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that I'm very, I am privileged because my parents can assist me with, you know, getting prescriptions and and affording therapy. But I have friends that, you know, may, may not be able to have that like. And, and they can't afford to get their there There meds. is, there is, um, there must be access to therapy though, for people that can't afford it. There must it's be f- the wait list. Oh, is it's the wait ridiculous. List. Yeah. It's like two and a half years. Oh, and that's ridiculous. Cause which is that, yeah, it's the biggest yeah. problem right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, so, and then, so then Katie, we realized she was, she would have these like meltdowns. So she went on Ativan, which really was such a, not every day, but it just stopped that cycle. Of, I have that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. yeah. That just stops that cycle, right. Of craziness. Like when yeah. you're like beside yourself and that's how we got her back to university was on the Ativan. And the funny thing is up, up until, you know, two weeks before things seem great when she's going to do something. And then as we get closer and closer, you start seeing the downward spiral, mm-hmm. how she's like working herself into a state. And when we took her back to Queens that time I said F and take an Ativan right now well she didn't want to be tired I'm like it doesn't matter take one right now and honestly I think that got you you probably took a few more maybe that first little while that first week yeah I remember like being dropped so I went to Queens and my anxiety was so bad the first time that I had my parents were like we're pulling out like it's it's just this isn't going well um and then I went back the next year and I remember I was like panicking on drop-off day moving back into res I was like and and parents act very differently I've figured out like my dad I think can't like help he he knows he can't help me and I think dads and parents just want to help and fix it right away and it's like the frustration that you can't so he gets frustrated and then my mom is like it's okay like (laughs) um so you also had great dawns you had, I had those really two great, great like, dons and he came, like, I went yeah. and spoke to one of them and he, he said, no worries. He went in and he said, I hated frosh week. Like you don't have to do anything that you don't Yeah, That sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah. Yeah. And my floor was amazing. Like I love, like second year was, or the second, we call it my second first year yeah. <laughs> was a lot better than first, first year. So, but again, we knew more, she was on more medication. Yeah. Um, she had like, she was going to therapy and you know what? So that's honestly, I think medication and therapy is yeah. like I tell, the greatest yeah, thing. Yeah. I tell everyone, I'm like, Go to therapy. Be on meds if you need to be on meds. Yeah. Normalize therapy. And, it may, and the thing it. is, don't go. I the, the, I think this is a problem too. People go on meds and don't like the way it makes them feel, so they go off, which we know isn't. I'm on Ciprolex and I go yeah, up and down, you yeah, know, you I go up like and down it on it depending on how I'm feeling, but I'm a little afraid to go off of it because I feel like I could 
spiral. Yeah, and I don't. Well, want, you need to like taper off of everything, yeah. Yeah. right? You it's like one of those things yeah. you just can't like cold yeah. turkey things or take things for two weeks yeah. and be like, I don't feel different. It's yeah. like it takes well, and that's time. six weeks to you know feel any sort of change, and you might feel worse before you feel mm-hmm. better. So yeah. you have to that's really the worst part, and that's why you really need a good support system. I think you need yeah. people that are around that are going to support you and just keep an eye on you and everything else where you're trying to get through this. And you know what? It's is it is there something in the atmosphere like why or is it just something we never talked about before and we just said I don't know what what I I, think the problem is people's people are able to connect with everything now yeah right so it's like we weren't like people like we as people were not built to deal with the kind of devastation and all the horrible things you see on the internet we're not built to deal with that kind of yeah like, how do you numb yourself out knowing that, you know, there's school shootings in yeah. Texas and yeah. children are being hurt yeah. and and the, that the Russians are like, you know, yeah. basically and, wiping Ukraine off the face. And then of the Roe versus Wade, like all yeah. these things are like there's all these really bad things and we have immediate access to it yeah. at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the whole addiction with social media. Yeah. It's like you see all these things. It's like, oh, this person's life's so great. And it's like, and but it's also the not. world is burning. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. I think that's a big part of the problem, especially with like everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Like I was going to say like younger, younger kids, but it's like, really, it's like everybody. Oh yeah. Well, and then Katie too had. (laughs) I'm scared what she's about to say. Frankly. I'm Are you talking about my learning disability? Yes, frankly, thankfully, this teacher, who I didn't think really liked Katie, but I she was some teachers. She was the first one who said, because one teacher said, oh, she'll read, don't worry, they all eventually catch up. And sorry, what grade was this I where I was struggling? Five. It was grade five. Yeah. Yes. And I was she, not reading. <laughs> she was like still not reading. The teacher said, I think she might have a learning disability. I think she should get her assessed. So I was like, okay. So what, you were like 10 Right. So we take her for an assessment and um, John and I just John and I went to the meeting afterwards and it was devastating. Like it is devastating as a parent to hear that your child is like has like pretty severe learning disabilities, um, like what level they're at with. And then it like goes, they go to math, like everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Like communications, her communication skills, like verbal communication skills were great. Shocking. (laughs) So shocking. But reading, (laughs) writing, not good math, not great. It was like a whole thing. And they were like they recommended, you know, the books that read the that read them to you at the moment. Well, basically like e-readers, yeah. you know, before e-readers were a thing and everything. And I remember on the way home thinking, what, like, what does life have in store for my daughter? Who's going to struggle? It's I scary. didn't know this. I, well, we didn't. So we, and it I was scary. like, and I said, you know what? I'm not jumping into like the e-reader right away. Cause to me, that just gives them an excuse not to read. That was yeah. me. I do not say that everybody has, but I was just kind of like, let's see how this goes. So, like she said, what did you find out? And I said, nothing that we didn't already know. Like really, it it just sort of confirmed what we, and I didn't, I didn't want her to worry about it. So I said, nothing that we didn't already know. Like nothing's going to yeah. change basically. Told her teachers, I mean, really nothing changed for you in, in public school or in like Elementary the school. Yeah. yeah. And then when you moved into grade seven and eight, she maybe had a f- did you have any accommodations in grade seven and eight? No, I had like an IEP, like an individualized yeah. learning plan, but I didn't really realize like. Yeah, because there's a whole was thing slow. about how. See, the weird thing about Katie's was that like for spelling, mm-hmm. she could not, but she wouldn't spell something wrong differently every time. It wasn't like. I'd add extra letter. Yeah, like every time it was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like a whole other weird thing, right? Yeah. That it wasn't like she spelled. Also it bugged one teacher because like. Say the question was like, why did the dog go to the bathroom? 
And I would write like the dog went to the bathroom, but I would spell like dog wrong, even though it was right in front of me. And it made her so angry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I think in grade. And so then with those, you have to do it every three years. So then so after grade five, I think she did it in grade eight before she went into high school. So mm-hmm. at grade eight, you would assume that she knows why she's going to get yeah. tested. Yeah, it was getting so better. And plus, she got all these awards in grade eight. She was like a rock star. She worked really hard. And then in high school, again, worked really hard. Got assessed again, I think, in grade 11 or 12 before we went to before she went to university Mm -hmm. so she could get a thing. And I sent her one day. And again, she went. She's now like 16. Like, seriously, I was dating a male at the time. And this is what my mom said to him. What did you say to him? You said. We're really proud of her. No, I don't think that. No, I don't think that's what I said. I would never say that. No, I think you did really well on something at school. And I said, it's amazing what you can do even when you've got a learning disability. If you just work hard. And she was like, what? Who's got a learning disability? I'm like, well, you didn't know. Well, how could she not know? I just thought I was slow at things. Like, I just thought I was think you were going to the psychiatrist to get assessed. Just to prove I was slow at things. She was so excited that she had a learning disability because she was like, well, then it well, makes all sense. I was like, that well, makes so it much sense. Like we, it wasn't like we never talked. No, it was just. I guess it. I just didn't like I knew I had an IEP and like my other. But I was just like, I just get extra time because I'm a little bit slow. Like I you, didn't a little bit dumb. Like they never said I couldn't do anything. Well, like, that's I think that's my point. We never yeah, said knew, you can't like, do it. Like yeah. try had, whatever. I and, think in grade 12, you have to like we had to do like an in, uh, read a book. But I like my mom's like, it's going to take you a long time. So like I started reading the book in the summer yeah. so that I would be ready for. And and I'm still like a she figured reader. out what she figured out ways to overcome yeah. her. And then I think when we went to when you went to university, I think that they really said that she really didn't have. No, I was kind of like finally at like just at like the level where. I like she just kind of dumb. Not, she's kind of dumb. But she never was. She worked so hard. She, yeah. I remember when she took data. Um, uh, what, Let's no, stop just talking about me. Statistics at university. <laughs> yeah. And she was, I was very much one, like, if you can't do it, like, just get drop out. it. Like, just drop it. Because it's yeah. only going to make your grades look bad. Like, just drop it. So she did stats. I think the first exam, I don't know what she got. She was like, oh, my God, this is so I hard. Failed. Yeah. She was like, this is awful. I can't do it. I'm like, drop out. Just drop out. Just she's like, it. nope, I'm not. She went for extra help. She ended up getting like a 90. <laughs> stop I'm it. Like, okay. 99. I am not a good mother. <laughs> so, I love it for us, though. Anyway, yes. So those are all, I just think you just need to support the best you, the best you can. Yeah. And everybody can do it in a different way. It doesn't mean you have to be like academic or you have to have lots of money or you, you know, can't have your own mental health issues, but you can support your kids the best you can and all those things. And I don't know, we don't all know how to do that, but just be there for your best. Well, that's it. You're, we're all learning, right? You just have to, yeah. Just got to show up for them. Should I leave now? That's it. It's all over for me. No, we're not done yet. (laughs) Do you want to be done? No. Okay. Um, what question do you want? What brought you to Quincy? Like, why did you come here? This right here. The radio. The radio. So John worked for Chum. John, uh, he who shall shall not be named. (laughs) Their family was pretty involved with Chum. And he worked in radio at Chum in sales. And then he actually moved to City TV and worked in sales at City TV. But he kind of always knew his heart was in radio. So we kind of started 
quietly checking out stations that were for sale. Like we drove all over Ontario kind of. That's wild that like just like I know that like radio stations are for sale, but like be like, okay, I'm going to go look at a radio station. Well, like, you like, know, you just, and it, but it's like, the, what's the community like? What's, yeah. you know, what's the price? Uh, yeah. You know, like there's a lot of, like we couldn't pay tons of money. So the OJ, yeah. <laughs> OJ 95.5. And then the at the time it was Q100. It had just been on the air for a year. Oh, really? Yeah. I know that. And um, yeah, so we came and looked at Belleville, not initially impressed. It's one of those cities, like, unless you kind of know what you're looking at, you're mm-hmm. not sure how you feel about it. And so we came back with a real estate agent and said, we just want you to show us a few houses, show us around, tell us what's here. And we did that. And sorry, we can't tell you why we're moving here because there was no deal yet. And then, you know what? We were like, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do this. And so we did uh-huh. it 20 years ago. It's like ago. we've been here forever. 20 years of country and Quinty. 20 years. Heck well, yeah. then, yeah. And then, because um, that's a CRTC, that, it's not easy if you've only had a radio station for a year because they consider that just like basically yeah. selling a station. What's CRTC, you know, Mom? Canadian, Canadian Radio and Television CRTC Corporation. Commission? Commission, thank so you. So they like, they can, they. So you have to apply to them. Um when you want to buy or start a radio station and uh, there's all sorts of hoops you have to jump through and they don't make it easy, which is good for us because, you know, I mean, it's good for, I think radio operators in Canada, just that they don't let just any number of them, right. There's a certain number of frequencies and that's, um, that's what you get. So, you know what, it worked out. It took a few years to kind of really get it moving and we revamped cool 100 and, but I heard you interviewing Ferg the other day and like Ferg's been here, Mark, Paul Martin left, but came back. Darren all been here since we, like before since we the started, beginning. they mm-hmm. were with the radio station Holy before moly. we got it. Yeah. They stayed on. And most people have been, Jamie went away and came back. Al went away and came back. They just, they don't, I went away to have a baby and came back. Well, you did, but we assumed that you were coming back. (laughs) We also assume you're never allowed to leave. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, like Cole's been here forever. Like (laughs) a lot of people have been here for over ten years. I would say the bulk of people have been here over ten years, which is great. Seven. Yeah, Yeah. you. Yeah, like we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I know, hard to believe, but yeah. So you know what? Lots of stuff, but you love it. You know, we love Belleville. We love love Belleville. So you know what? We are so happy. Have a great group of friends. Um, yeah, you know what? We love it here. So it, it kind of all worked out. It took us a while. It was, you know, it's hard moving to a new city with some young children and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say maybe within a year we were feeling pretty comfortable. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's why we're here. I feel you on that. I moved here when Kate was one, she had just turned oh, one. Wow. wow. Yeah. And I put what her, brought you here. I went to school to loyalist. Yeah. So my parents have family here. Mm-hmm. Like my stepdad has family here and they came and visited a couple of times. My mom had pancreatic cancer. So being able to go to Toronto was just a lot easier. Yep. And then they were like, okay, we bought a house, but we're gutting it and redoing it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go to school because I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just at home with a baby. baby. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, Kate turned one and then I went to school. And so how long have you been in Quinty? I guess Kate's so Since 12 years. years. Kate's 14. 13 years. 13. Wow. That's awesome. That's crazy. Saw. Ooh. I don't, I'm not supposed ear. to be saying that. Oh, awesome. I just, I took my earrings out cause they came out and yeah. I, well, I had stretched my ears uh, and the earrings popped out and. Will they go back will down? They go back? 
like this is they used to be like three quarters of an inch. So they were like this oh, big. bigger. OK. Yeah. Oh, so it is getting smaller. So, yeah, they're getting smaller. They're just not quite there yet. Sorry. You can get them surgically fixed, though. Oh, I know. But I don't think you need to do that. Do you? I don't really want to. I think anyway, those are the people with the big giant. The big. Well, I mean, I can get them like they just like slice it like a little bit and they just like, so, like reattach it. Well, that's why it looks dark because I can see right through it. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, I can put my finger oh, through no, it. no, don't, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> um, that's not nice. Mom, what's your most embarrassing story? Oh, Lordy. Do you know? Mm. I'm trying to think. I did wet my pants when I had it's a always car pee crash and poop once. stories. It's always pee and poop stories. I know. I, I had an accident in uh, a car of he who shall not be named. <laughs> I was, and I was with my girl, the friend of mine who was from Michigan, who was visiting cause she was going to be the maid, my maid of honor and her fiance. He who has shot me name shall not be named wasn't even there, but I had his car and it was a standard, <gasps> which I could drive. And I went around a corner and there was people standing on the road arguing like I'd gotten out of the, and I was watching them in the rearview mirror, like in the side view mirror. I was watching them and commenting on it. And all of a sudden I looked up and there was a truck right in front of me and I slammed on the brakes and went under the back of the truck. So the windshield actually oh came my God. to like pretty close to my face, wet my pants. I was yeah, like, that, oh, that was the first, I was like, oh my God, I just wet my pants yep. and I was that sobbing and the guy got out of his truck was really mad, but then he saw our car and he was like, oh my God. And <laughs> the police were there quite quickly and they were so lovely. Honestly, they were so nice. Thankfully I had a jacket that I tied around my waist because my pants were really wet. I feel like you and I looked, to the, I looked to the cop and I was like, oh my God, I wet my pants. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> There's the and worst thing going was on a, right there now. There was an old age home across the street. They were walking across with their walkers going, ah, I saw the whole thing. I had already said, oh oh my God, it was totally my fault. I wasn't paying attention. John's like, never say that. And I'm like, they were so nice. Everybody was so nice. I, it was clearly my fault. <laughs> yeah. And they only ended up charging me, which was so, again, so with driving too close, like it was oh. not, it would, could have been like dangerous driving or distracted or whatever. Or whatever and he was, he was like, I crashed, the cop was like, I crashed my, I crashed my, my cop car once. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I feel like you're, yeah, you're definitely a pants peer. I am That's a pants peer. I'm still, and now I'm old. So just, I'll be walking. Go, Kegels. Oh, oh, yeah. We talk about Kegels. Yeah. Like, I think Kegels. this past weekend, or maybe two weekends ago, she was like, she sneezed him. She's like, oh, I peed. I peed a bit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's I'm definitely Kegels right now. Me too. As soon as you say it, I told you this. As soon yeah. As every time everyone does that. it. I don't think that's going to help me at this stage. You got to get, um, you got to get a vagina weight. The weight you put yeah, in Yeah. They're like vagina. Benoit balls. You put them in and they tighten everything. You're, you just naturally hold naturally them in. You naturally hold them. And it tightens up your It cage. tightens everything up. I don't like putting stuff in it's there. A 50, <laughs> it's a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Is it? It was in, yeah, it was in the Fifty Shades People of Grey book. also now do this thing called Yoni Steams and it's like a tea. And then yeah, you that's sit a on the thing. box and all the, all the gunk comes out of your Yoni? vagina. Oh my God. That's, okay. I don't think I ever want like... I'm scared of like yeast infections and like messing with the pH. A Tim Tam during this conversation. She had enough of the mm-hmm. yoni steam. That's what um, it's called. Um, okay, can we do a rapid fire? Should we rapid yeah, fire? Yeah, it's rapid fire. You wait. No, I want to know one more thing. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, what's the craziest HR story you've had to deal with one of us with, without naming names? Mm, you know what? Mm. 
Are they too specific? Yeah, people would know. Fuck. So I don't, I can't, <laughs> I can't. But honestly, there's not a lot. The biggest deal for me for HR is all of the regulatory stuff that you have to do. Yeah. I think as far as HR within our. Is it super boring? Like health and safety? Well, like, yeah. Board. Like, honestly, there's so many federal, and I don't know how anybody in a small business anyway, who has one HR person who isn't really an HR person. <laughs> don't tell them that. Knows. Like what all the the policies and everything you're supposed to have. Like, I just don't know how people know. And it, it's, it's, it just, it, so you're it's constantly learning. I am constantly learning. I, uh, but do you like with it? The, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're getting honest here today. I do not like it, but someone's got to do it. Um, How's your Tim Tam? <laughs> I can train you to do it. <laughs> train you to do it. It's going to be new HR. Oh my God. Who shall not be named won't let me quit. She's I tried. Mean, she said, I quit. He said, no. <laughs> I'm not You're not allowed. Hmm. Anyway, I do what I can. Our 910 meetings would be way less interesting. Yeah. Oh, do you think? Plus, yeah. Creed, you give us Creed <laughs> updates. shall not be named as peeking in the door. <laughs> what do you want? He's wanna, he wants another he, Tim Tam. I think he low-key wants to be part of this podcast. He does, but but then he doesn't. Tim Tam? <laughs> Is there not enough candy on my desk? He's probably eating it all. He gonna, really? On, this morning I said, do you want to be part of the podcast? And he said, I don't have time for that. And what's he doing? He's, He's just wandering. Like wandering. He wants to be, you're here. He wants to be a part of it. I know. It would been fun to interview you guys together. Mm. Um, rapid fire. Okay. Hold okay. on. What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> is black a color? It's a oh, shade. Yeah, you know what? No, my new I'm, favorite color, I think, is blue. Okay. I've like bright blue, blue or like light blue or all blues. I feel like you know a what? teal. She likes, I feel like no, she's not a, teal. No, okay. not teal. Absolutely okay. not teal. I don't know you but at all. But all other shades of blue. Uh, you know, people recently have told me that I look good in blue. So oh. I've started, no, you can't tell today, but I've started wearing blue. <laughs> there, well, you there you go. There you go. What's your favorite restaurant in Quinty? The Lark. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I love I love you the love owners. The I love you know what the food. The okay, handsome Dave hasn't been there since. I need who's to get handsome Dave? He's a waiter oh. slash bartender slash. The last time I was there, I haven't been there for a while because we're just not here like on weekends right now and stuff. But I need to go because I haven't been. But love. he makes you fun cocktails. He does. He makes me and Can they don't have, have a cocktail party, that I used to love. But because they can't get the liqueur in. So now I go, okay, well, what would I like? Can you make me something? And they just make me. Can we have our summer party there? Yeah. We're not having our summer party there. Where are we having our summer party? I can't say for sending an email. Why? Why the maybe. Way? He said maybe today. Do I get to come? I get to come. You get to come. You do. Can we have a Christmas party there? <laughs> maybe. 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 I like yeah, that. Yeah, because I know. Yeah. Maybe. Sandy said she didn't want to do it this year. I'm like, I'll do it if we can go to the LART. Oh, maybe. I'll we do it. I'll help you. Them. Do we get to plan a party? Yeah. We should talk to them. I don't know how many people they can hold in there. Well, we could just go back to just doing staff again, I guess. Yeah. Because they could definitely. Well, we did the the auberge one with just staff. Staff, yeah. And maybe I think we kind of decided that maybe that was better, like a weeknight that's. better. Yeah. I think maybe. Because a, otherwise it gets chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be, that would be, I would, I, I would love, love to that. do it there. 
That would not be actually great. Sorry, anybody who's listening that would rather us have it there. But also, I'm a big fan of the boathouse because it's right around the corner for me and I can walk. And you know what? It's always like I'm never disappointed in my meal. Mm -mm. I almost always get the same thing. But (laughs) what do you get? I get the pan fried lemon pepper haddock. Yum. Sometimes with a double Caesar salad or Greek salad, but also I do love their mashed potatoes. So a little thing oh, of mashed potatoes yeah. and a salad. Mashed potatoes as a side is like the yeah, best thing yeah. in the world. Because we don't have mashed potatoes a lot and I love mashed potatoes. No, their fish and chips always amazing, but I kind of feel gross after I eat them. So, you know, well, I like the pan, fried. Fried, yeah. the pan fried, the pan fried 11. Katie, you've had it, right? It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. I like their mussels. I've never I had them. I have not had the mussels. I like their coconut oh, shrimps. Yeah, you know what? Everything's good. Who's your favorite pet? <gasps> Ever. Oh, of, all, of life. Oh, of life? I did love George. I can't pick. I can't okay. pick. Okay. You can like the children. Mom. I love my children. It's like picking favorite oh, it children. Is. No, she'll and pick. That's our last question. <laughs> no, I can't pick It's that. me. Oh, yes, it is you. <laughs> How rude. Well, I can't pick because you know what? You're both annoying in certain ways and not annoying in certain ways. So, yeah. Depending on, you know, it used to be who's the favorite child today. Well, yeah. Today, who's your favorite child? Katie. Okay. So Cameron, Cameron has disowned me for a while. So. Why? Well, just because I haven't seen him. Oh, yeah. And also, he's telling me now, giving me all sorts of rules and regulations about the wedding. What I can say, what I can't say. He doesn't want it to be the oh, John boy. and Martha show. Sorry that our family is like an improv sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and I put on a comedy show every Everywhere time we, we go, go to a store together. I could see that. He wants my brother got up and almost left a restaurant because of something I said. I just said nipple. Nipple and he left. And he, I said everyone has He's nipples. He's become this very proper. Proper. Yes. And I have not gotten. Neither have I. So John and. So I feel like you guys are like exactly alike and then Cam and John yeah. are very much alike. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we almost like they're going to divorce us. Pretty sure. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, you. Are you doing the next one? Okay. The best place you've ever traveled? Oh, that is a tough one. We're not huge travelers, but I would say one of my favorite trips was uh, to Ireland and Iceland because I think that was probably the last time we traveled like with our kids, mm-hmm. like together. I took them all to a drag show. Stop was, it. Yeah, yes, we went to Ireland the one awesome. drag bar in Ireland called the George, and Amazing. everyone was hitting on my brother. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah no that was a spectacular it was a short trip because mm-hmm. we had to squeeze it in when they're at yeah, school like and summer jobs and stuff yeah we literally did six days on the ground in ireland and four days on the ground in iceland and that was it back when that iceland air or whatever it was called you could get like cheap uh air lingus because we always no. said air co- i'll edit it out yes we flew air <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> we flew Aer Lingus to Ireland, but then we flew the Icelandic air back. <laughs> that was me. I called it. She that. called it that. And then I didn't know what it was. It's like my family says charcuterie boards. Not instead of charcuterie. Instead of charcuterie. So now I just, I'm like, I'll have a charcuterie board. And I'm like, that's not. Our friends call it charcuterie now too, yeah. but it is. Well, I'm going to start to call it. What are you most looking forward to in the next year? Cam's wedding. Oh, like why? When is Cam's wedding? Yeah, August twentieth. Oh, like that's it's so happening. soon. I yeah. know it's happening. I'm starting to. We should have him and Jill on like the day before the wedding to see how stressed they are. That'd be great. That'd be fun. 
Oh, they'll be too stressed to come here. <laughs> I think we'll do rehearsal, it. Like props to Hundred Acre Wood where they're having their. Oh, that place is beautiful. Yes, they're having and props to yeah, Angelines who probably don't quite know that we're literally taking over all of Angelines with the wedding party and guests and stuff. Mm-hmm. We base. I think we booked every room there. <laughs> I it's told, a county wedding, so we'll do I like I told updates. Cam to call wedding them update. and tell them that, just yeah. to FYI, in case you didn't already know, we've, I think we've booked every room there. So, yay. Which is maybe nice for them. I don't know. But Probably yes. good for them. Yeah. So, you know what? I think 100 Acre Wood, like, they kind of do it all. And she's, yeah. Mary's been great. And, I follow them on Instagram yeah. and just like everything is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so they have everything there. Like you just, you have to get a photographer and a DJ? florist oh. and a DJ, but they're all people that married, like it was hard finding people even back like a year ago when they were looking, like mm-hmm. it was already hard to find people. And they're all people, which is great that have been there before and done stuff. So everybody knows what's going on and uh, knows the layout of the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have, and you That's don't cool. have to, you know, they've got all the tables and the chairs and the dishes yeah. and the cutlery and Perfect. stuff. And so, yeah. So yeah, I think it'll be fun. Oh, well, be exciting. Fun. I know. And then of course my trip to Tuscany yes. this year, which sounds again, very bougie, but it was a trip we were supposed mm-hmm. to take with friends in 2000 and the first, the, the first like fall. 2020. Yeah. The first, yeah. The first, first fall COVID of fall. COVID. And we put it off for a year. And then last year we were still kind of like, and this year we finally said we got to do it. Like, unless there's a, there's a government, you know, um, travel advisory. Yeah. We're going. And that's That's going to be September 11th. (laughs) The day before my birthday. Oh, I, two days, three days, four days, five days after Katie's birthday. I have the same birthday as your daughter. She's the same birthday as my daughter. Oh, really? And I think Al Lewis's daughter is the fifth. Yeah. Something like that. Mom. Yes. Thank you. Oh, are we finished? We're finished. Are we finished? I think so. Do we have anything I else have to ask? so much more to say. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I love you. Thank, but thank you. you, girls. I love this. I love listening to other people. And give them our socials. So our Instagram is at Babes of Quinny. You can also find us on Facebook. We are not on Twitter because... It gives me anxiety. And what's your Instagram? My personal Instagram is Katie underscore Sherat, but follow my farm page, of course, at Tipsy Willow Farm. Shout out Tipsy Willow. I'm and I'm yours. I, I'm, hey, it's KXO. If you just search it, you'll probably find me. <laughs> I don't know. There's some periods and maybe it's an underscore in there somewhere. I don't actually know what my Instagram name is, but we'll work on that. Lovely. <laughs> See you guys in two weeks. Thanks, friends. <laughs>